make us better. You are healer. You can heal the mind. You can heal emotions. Leko shepala kada basa. Ela zuteri bereke dalia dabosa. Let there be healing. Halobo sheteri baragadosa. Eleko to emotional healing for for an event of 20 years before. Elekida bosa. 20 years before now. Olagadus kapalia. You are not permitted to keep on living in that mind. Let there be healing in the name of Jesus. Twenty years. All are in the name of Jesus Christ. And then has come tonight. In the name of Jesus. Let healing begin now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, you have hold on to that life for so long. We command you now to lose your grip. In the name of Jesus. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest that he may destroy the works of darkness. Every works of darkness in and around our lives, our church. In Jesus' name, we destroy it now in the name of Jesus. I want you to open your Bibles very quickly to the book of Numbers. Numbers, the book of the book of Numbers, Numbers twenty twenty three. Numbers 23, 23. Numbers 23, 23. For there is no sorcery against Jacob, nor any divination against Israel. It now must be said of Jacob and of Israel, Oh, what God has done. I want to read that from the Amplified Version. Surely, surely, there is no enchantment with or against you. Neither is there any divination with or against you in this season and even now it shall be said of you and of and of you what God has done. I want you to pray with that scripture. 
And wherever you have found Israel or Jacob, I need you to put your name there. Put your family name there. Put your business name there. Put everything that concerns you in lieu of Jacob and Israel. And I want you to pray that prayer like your life is on it. That there is no divination against me. No sorcery against my future. No enchantments in the name of Jesus. I want you to pull down every works of darkness. Everything that is pulling you down. That today an end has come. In the name of Jesus. According to the word of the Lord concerning me. In the book of Numbers 23, 23. There is no sorcery with or against me. In the name of Jesus. No sorcery. No divination. No enchantment against me, against my wife, against my children, against the Grace family, against the Fountain of Life Church. In the name of Jesus, we destroy every works of darkness, every demonic activities. We come against you in the name of Jesus. No divination against my future. No enchantment. No sorcery. No works of darkness shall prevail over my life. Over my wife, over my children, over my siblings. In the name of Jesus. No works of darkness shall prevail against you. Shall prevail against your children. In the name of Jesus. No works of darkness shall succeed over your life. In the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That no enchantment against you. No divination against you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says. For this reason the son of God was made manifest. That it may destroy the works of darkness. Oh where there is darkness in your life. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. Where there is delay, let there be progress in the name of Jesus. Where you have been limited, we remove every limitation in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh,
Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. God bless you. Welcome to church. Can will you can you welcome your neighbor to church? Hallelujah. It's a wonderful evening. Yeah, this feels much better. That's a lot of a lot of noise. Amen. Victoria, God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Today is our communion service. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 24. And this is just going to be a very short exhortation. And um, we'll take a communion, we'll pray. And will be heard of here. This is in continuation of a sermon, or yeah, a sermon that I that I preached on Sunday. And uh, I just want to highlight a few things. this is very applicable to us at this time and I will tell you why we seems to be at a a time that a number of things seems to be taking our attention if you live in a place like Lagos you want to agree with me and if you walk in an organization you from the moment you open your eyes in the morning till almost the time you shut your eyes for the day you just have a number of things that is containing for your time the traffic is there Nigeria in itself is there More or less like you wake up in the morning, you just don't know what to expect for the day. I've been, I've been up as early as 4 before I left my house, 4.30. And I, still get, I didn't get to my office until about 11 o'clock in the morning. That's how many hours. And that should be, the, I want to agree, that's every all of, I mean, every, everyone that lives in Lagos, must have had a similar experience. Sometimes you close from work and um, you're just going, not knowing when you're going to get to the house. I'm not sure if anybody, if any of us have a water supply from the state government to your house. 
We all have generators in our houses. If you are very comfortable, you will try to sink a borehole just so you can have water for your family. I'm highlighting all of this, not because I want to enumerate our challenges as they were, but just to let us know that they exist and it's not, it's common to all. And in all of our wanderings, trying to become better, it can be difficult to, to, to find time for Jesus. I mean, quality time to spend with the Holy Spirit. It's like there is something to do or there are things to do at every time. You want, in it is also coming to church. As good as that, that, that he is, as excellent and perfect as that is, it's still not as good. And I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. As having a personal time with Jesus. It's irreplaceable. It's best. It's, it's, it's fine. It's okay. You are coming to church. It's, it's excellent. You are doing fantastic. But that should not replace. That's the word now. That should not replace your, your time with God. Um, and so, the first Easter experience chronicled in Luke 24. Let's begin reading from verse 44. And may the Lord bless his word in our hearts in the, in the name of Jesus. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. That all things may be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Verse 45. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Opening of your understanding precedes. Opening of your eyes, I beg your pardon. Or open, opening the eye of your understanding precedes understanding the scriptures. But you realize that the heist wouldn't have been opened if they have not spent time with Jesus. Now, you need to go back in that verse to how it all began. This was Jesus in the house of Cleopas. This was an event that happened on Easter Sunday when Jesus had resurrected. And like I read to Rose on Sunday, these men, I mean, maybe they, I don't know, Cleopas and the companion 
were on their way to Himaus and they were talking about the event. They were gisting, they were perhaps in confusion of asking themselves questions that what just happened and all of that. And Jesus joined them in that conversation. Now, you see that, you see the, 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 the reality of when two or three people are gathered, Jesus is, is just right in their midst. You can't be talking about Jesus and Jesus will not show up. But that's not even what we're talking about. And so they were, they were talking and Jesus joined them. They didn't recognize him. But something changed the moment Jesus was there. Jesus told them, okay guys, I'm, I'm going, I'm leaving. But I felt that they were enjoying the company of Jesus. How did we know they were enjoying the company of Jesus? Because the event that happened after told us that when he was talking to them, when he was sharing the scriptures with them, when he was, something was going on within them. You know, sometimes you can't just explain, you just, just have you met someone before that, maybe in the bus or in transit at the airport, and you just got talking, and you just sink. And when it's about time for that person to say goodbye, you just wish that, oh, I, I, I just, I just meet, I just wish we just continue on this journey and all of that. I don't know if that happened to you before. Jesus was with them and he was and he said, Okay, guys, you are going that way, I'm going this way. And they said to him, Why don't you come with us? In other words, we are not done with you yet. We want to go further with you. That's the attitude that every believer must keep in their heart. When Jesus can look at your, at your heart and see the sincerity of your heart that you are really someone who is willing to take me. You see, they were the one taking Jesus further with them. They didn't make it so difficult for Jesus to, to go with them. It should be such that we, 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 we don't, we are not making it, we are not making it difficult for God to, to go further with us. God really wouldn't want to drag you along. Your heart must, it's still a conditioning of your heart. Your heart must always be willing to, 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 to go extra mile with with him. It wasn't so difficult for Jesus to follow these guys. They were not perhaps arguing and being stubborn. Jesus would have easily excused himself. But Jesus must have recognized that their heart was right. For him to have gone further with them. Let's go to that scripture.
Let's read from verse 28. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he will have gone farther. He indicated to them, how could he have done that? Maybe just by a show of hand. Okay, bye, guys. I'm going that way. You're going to that village. I'm just going this way. He, 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 he indicated to them. Perhaps he spoke to them. And, uh, but they constrained him. Jesus was constrained by these fellows. Our heart must be right to be able to contain Jesus. It, it must be such that every day you create a, a room. You create a space for Jesus in your heart. A good, I mean, ample space. They const- let's, let's look at another translation. I would like to read the Passion translation, right? As they approached the village, Jesus walked on ahead telling them, now, he told them, you know, the other version says he indicated. When you can indicate to say bye, that's also an indication that I'm going. But he actually told them that he's, he's, he told them he was going to a distant place. Verse 29. They urged him to remain there and pleaded, stay with us. Is your heart speaking? Stay, Holy Spirit. Are your acts indicating? Stay, Jesus. Are your deeds indicating? Holy Spirit, don't go. They pleaded, stay. Stay with us. Stay. It will be dark soon. So Jesus went with them into the village. I know that Jesus is the good shepherd and he is always with us. But on the other hand, what can make you feel that you are not feeling Jesus is when your heart is not communicating to the Father. It's a frequency. When your heart is tuned properly, you get the right frequency of heaven. You get his presence. You, you walk in the awareness of his, of his presence. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you even till the end. 
But when your heart is not, is not right, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's just the conditioning of our heart. And there must have been an experience that these disciples were enjoying similar to the experience that they knew or that they had when Jesus was with them. Even though at that point they could not explain exactly what was going on inside of them, but certainly an event was occurring in their hearts. There, there is, there is a, 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 a tuning in their hearts to the presence and the person of Jesus that, want, that wanted them to, to just stay, to just stay with Jesus, to just have more of him. That was a connection. You know, I can tell myself sometimes in a, in, a, in a situation of life that I, even though I cannot see you, but I feel you. I just know you are, even though the circumstances are saying to me otherwise, or wanting me to believe otherwise, but I just know that Jesus is with me. Stay with Jesus. Let your heart make him stay. Let's continue. Um, let's go to where we were reading. So you, you, you see in verse 44, a number of, a number of things, 45, 45, 45, that so Jesus was explaining to them the scriptures and their understanding. Let's read how let me read from Passion Translation. Then he said to them, don't you remember the words I spoke to you when I was still with you? I told you that everything written about me will be fulfilled, including all the prophecies from the law of Moses, through the Psalms and the writings of the prophets. That they will all find their fulfillment. Verse 45. He supernaturally unlocked their understanding to receive the revelation of the scriptures because they have spent enough time with Jesus. You see, you say to yourself, oh, I read the Bible, I don't understand. You just, you just must stay there. The sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit Open our eyes to see wondrous things from the, from the scriptures. Your communion with the Holy Spirit. Unlock something inside of you. You will see like you've never seen before. If you will stay long enough. You see, you must tarry. Jesus told his disciples, disciples wait, tarry in Jerusalem until I show up. Wait until the Holy Spirit comes. Wait, tarry. So you see why it's important for us that we can't allow events of life to rob us of, of this important thing. Because we, we cannot succeed outside of Jesus. There is, no where, there is no other place to find answers. No other place. No other place. 
You want the scriptures to become life to you. Life changing? You, you want a life changing experience? You must find time to stay on the word. Stay. Their eyes were supernaturally unlocked. Their understanding were opened to receive revelation of the scriptures. They said to them, everything has happened. Everything that has happened fulfilled what was prophesied of me. Christ the Messiah was destined to suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. Even this one, this statement, as simple as it is, it takes supernatural understanding to really understand it. Why will someone die? Or you're having a question about your faith? That is Jesus, is he really? Who is he really? God? Or is just some ideology that was just passed down from my father to my father to my father and to me. And then you are beginning to question, is this actually real at all? Oh, you need to stay with Jesus. You need to actually ask him. Because until you have this, see, it's not about just what you are told. You must have this encounter. That's the reality. That's what is going to make you stay. That's what is going to make you stand. You must be able to sit down with Holy Spirit and question and say, Jesus, I want you to show, show me who you are. That's your own. It must be personal. Your encounter must be personal. That's the only way you can't walk in doubt of your faith. And the moment you come to that understanding, something changed about you. You begin to function in a, di in a supernatural dimension. Why? Because understanding has come. No wonder Paul will pray to the Ephesians church. Open their eyes of understanding. That they may understand this revelation, this knowledge. It's only the Holy Spirit that can do that. Some of us, we need to just act like Gideon. When he had to ask God, this encounter, I must be sure it is you. Because a reality, what is written of my history and my people, we cannot do what you're asking me to do. How can, you, how can I be a mighty man of valor? See, the reason why you don't believe that God called you great and you are great is because you don't have understanding yet. And so you need God to help you. And how do you get that? You stay. You stay with him. I'm not going to leave until, until I have an encounter. Stay in the place of prayer. Stay in the place of studying the word. Amen. Verse 46. 
Okay, 47. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 48. And you are witness to these things. If you have witness in your Bible, I need you to just underline it. Jesus has not called you and I to be a judge. Which is why you cannot sit down and say, you, you are going to hellfire. The way you are dressed, oh, hellfire, straight. You, you are cursing somebody. Don't you, have you not read that it is not good to curse? Anybody that curses, his brother a fool, he's, he's in the danger of hellfire. Hellfire. Or you met someone talking about somebody. Say, ah, did you know the Bible says don't back by all these things that are you end fire? That's what some people do. I've seen all forms of funny videos on the Instagram, on, and they will be quoting the scriptures without understanding. They'll be saying it as if they know what they're talking about. Jesus said, You will be my witness. He did not say, Be my judge. And Jesus also did not call you and I to the work of an Antony or a lawyer or a jury where we begin to have silly arguments. Sometimes you need to meet two Christians arguing. Nonsensical argument. One is trying to prove to the other, I know the scripture more than you. In fact, some people might even, they are so bold to tell you as if they were there when the scripture was written. This is what Jesus was trying to say in this place. And the other person is also arguing, no, 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 you don't understand. You see, as much as we can explain scriptures to ourselves, it should not be an argument. Jesus said, and you, my disciples, shall be Witness. Witness. What do they do? Eh? They talk about an experience. If you are called to a court to come and witness, what you are, they are just calling you to come and narrate your part of the story. Oh, Pastor Tolu took meat from Sister Sheher's spot. Sister Chiwe was there. Looking from her room. I didn't see Sister Chingwe that she was looking at me. But you saw Mrs. Chingwe when I left. And so you took me to court. But I'm still denying that no, I did not steal the meat. And then she, you called her as a witness. And she will say, I will say the truth, nothing but the truth. What they are asking her to simply do is to come and narrate her own side of the story. I experienced. What do you understand with this scenario, right? And then she said, at 5 a.m. in the morning, Pastor Tolu tiptoed into Stasha's room and took two pieces of meat. One for more. <laughs> 
And you are a witness to these things. Witnesses don't lie. They say the truth. Nothing but the truth. Under oath. The covenant that we have is the blood of Jesus. There is no greater covenant. What witness does in court is they give them the Bible or whatever it is that you are establishing a covenant with us based on your relationship with God. That you will say the truth. You narrate your salvation experience exactly the way it is. There is no need trying to paint it blue or black. I was this. God saved me. I was sick. He healed me. It's as simple as that. He called us witnesses. Not a judge. Not a lawyer. To explain, to narrate our experiences of him. Which is why it's also important that all your experiences with you. If, I, if I, it helps you, it helps your growth. Because sometimes we just gloss over spiritual things, wonderful things, wonderful experiences. As if it's, it's, as if it's normal. Your simple healing, you had a headache in the morning. There was no place to buy parastamol. And you just prayed. Just one prayer. God, Heal me of this headache. And you, you just go to work. At, you were feeling it inside the car as you were driving. Some, after a while, you began to sing a song. You just realized that the headache has gone. If somebody had told me when I started preaching, I would be able to speak like this. You know, I would say, Jesus, because my throat was, was, <laughs> was on fire. But I could speak right now is, is, is a supernatural experience. And so we have these experiences. We don't want to document them either in our brain or in our book. And we just feel, oh, it's normal. It's okay. And so the day a bigger thing comes. That should not scare us will begin to shake. You see, for David to not to be scared of Goliath, he had, and you see, he began to recount his experience. I've killed lion, I've killed bear. You also, you are not better. I will pull you down in the name of Jesus. And so, you, you, Dr. Bringing in reports. They are trying, they even they themselves, they are trying to explain it. They can't even explain it better. And you are afraid. As if there is, as if you don't have a God. But narrating your experiences as a witness to the truth of the cross even helps your own faith too. It builds you up. Just like David. You can't. I've killed a lion. I've killed a bear. And you? 
I'm bringing down your neck. And he was sure. What was he doing? He was witnessing to the truth that God is all powerful to that situation. So as much as you are narrating the truth of the gospel to someone, you are also bringing the power of God into that situation. Because the more convincing the story of a witness is, the, the more advantage it is to the person that you are witnessing for. Judgment is made based on the based on how weighty the witnesses' realities or, or narratives are. It's a scale. In fact, to witness to that situation, this one, Jesus is in it with me. You know, I've said to us before that even circumstances can speak. They don't have mouth, though, but they can speak. You remember that story of the fig tree? Jesus responded. Even the tree did not utter one word. Because the unfruitfulness of that tree was speaking to Jesus. And Jesus did not like it. The storm spoke. Jesus responded. Peace, be still. Amen. Yes. And so he said, Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Tell your neighbor, stay with Jesus. And tell your neighbor to make it comfortable for the Holy Spirit to stay. Let's bow here to pray. Thank you, Father, for your work tonight. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for delivery. Thank you for enablement. Thank you. Thank you for healing that, that I have experienced in this service. Thank you, Jesus. We pray that you visit each and every one of us. You will, you will visit us with your spirit, with your power. You remove everything in us that is not of you. Whatever it is in our lives, in our habit, that will make it difficult for you to stay. Father, take it away in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can we stretch forth our hands to this communion table?
in Luke chapter 24, verse 30. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. This was happened. This happened on the resurrection Sunday. Then again, affirming the truth of the communion. Can we stretch for our hands to this table and say, Lord, I say, partake of your table tonight. Open my eyes of understanding. Let me see you in a new light. In the name of Jesus. Whatsoever it is that is not of you, every tree that is not planted by God, that is finding roots in my life, tree of sickness, tree of diseases, tree of poverty, tree of oppression, tree of limitation, tree of unfruitfulness. These are not trees of God. As I partake of of his table tonight, every tree is removed that is not planted by my father from their roots in the name of Jesus. Tree of sadness, emotional swing, depression. As I partake of God's table tonight, every tree, tree of anger that is not of God, I remove them in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Can we rise? Let's close the service. God has been faithful. Lord, we thank you for tonight, for your word. We bless you, Jesus. As we go now, we go in your name. We pray that every mountain before us shall be removed. Every valley shall be filled. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, glorious Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. If you're in church with your offering, with your